Alrighty, welcome back to Blue Feels Uncomfortable Talking to Her Phone. <laughs> uh, hey, if you're new listener, returning listener, welcome to One Board Afternoon. This is my podcast where I will be talking about random things and hopefully entertain you doing so. This is technically episode one, but also episode two. Um of the podcast i did episode zero i released that a couple of days ago but due to one thing or another it wasn't distributed can i say yeah so if you're if you're listening to this on anchor or spotify this is episode two i guess if you're listening to this anywhere else which you probably are then yeah this is episode one um so hola amigos que pasa que onda or whatever you know uh you may be asking blue why are you butchering the spanish language today and the reason for that my good friend is because we're going to be talking about languages today and my history with them my very, very sad history with them. Um, so a few things about me. I am from Zambia, which is a country uh, in the south central of Africa. It is a landlocked country, and now I'm reciting my notes from like grade five social studies. <laughs> yeah, and then like <laughs> I start listing off like its neighbors. It is it is it is a landlocked country surrounded by Democratic Republic of Congo and Angola and Malawi and Mozambique and freaking how did I forget I am in one of those countries in Namibia and Botswana and did I say Zimbabwe I don't know if I said Zimbabwe I don't know if I listed all of them but yeah actually before I even get into like the beef of this story. I'm gonna go do a quick little Google search about Zambia so that I can tell you a little more about it because as a resident dumbass I know nothing about it. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that without having to mark this episode as explicit. <laughs> Whoops. Um so yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, it's like I, <laughs> it's like I just recited this whole Wikipedia article, like, straight, I d- I've never even read this, I, I don't think, um, or maybe my grade 5 social studies notes came from the Wikipedia article, which I wouldn't be surprised about, anyway, Zambia, officially the Republic of Zambia is a landlocked country in South Central Africa. Although some sources consider it a part of East Africa, it's not. Its neighbors are the DRC, Tanzania, Malawi, Mozambique, Zimbabwe, Botswana, Namibia, and Angola. I missed one. I don't really care. Um, We're gonna look at languages because I do know that... Zambia's got quite like a large number of tribes in it. It's got about 70 something tribes. Uh, but here's a quick quick little civics lesson from a slaver. 
hey neighbor i'm sorry <laughs> uh hamilton reference if if you if you didn't know um anyway so the official language of zambia is english which is used to conduct official business and blah 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 main local language especially in lusaka is nyanja followed by bemba really So anyway, welcome back to Inkandu Learns Things That She Should Have Known uh, 15 years ago. <laughs> uh, okay, so what? Also just, you know, quick dropping my actual name in the, in the, in the podcast after I tried so hard to be like, yeah, dude, my name's Blair and stuff. I'm a loser. That's basically <laughs> the main takeaway here but yeah the main local language for some reason says nyanja even though it's actually bemba i guess like in the whole country um blah 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 um the total number of languages spoken in zambia is 73 so it's a pretty big number wouldn't you say uh and i know none of them <laughs> uh Okay so in in this this land of green gods prosperous whatever uh, a large percentage of the country speaks either Bemba or Nyanja most uh, okay I don't I, I don't want to say most because again I know nothing about anything but yeah a lot of people can speak both um re- it's a regional thing so where I'm from it's like Bemba mostly and then the other place I'm from it's like Nyanja and I can speak neither of those uh I only speak English very well as you can as you've probably been able to take from the fact that I haven't said one full sentence correctly <laughs> um but yeah so the reason behind me not me basically being a disgrace to my country <laughs> is I don't know if this is true but i remember this as like a childhood story and i think it's really funny so i'm going to take it as truth so my eldest brother um you know when he was a kid he was raised speaking bemba and he i mean he doesn't he know he can speak it but like i don't know if he can speak it well he'll have to get back to me on that well obviously he can speak it well he did he grew up with it but <laughs> yeah um he was raised speaking both like bemba english and then uh he he got enrolled in like nursery or pre what what do you call it kindergarten call it baby class i don't know <laughs> and you know it was it was like a your standard school you know we want to your standard zambian school we want to be all like posh and stuff we speak english here the queen's english or whatever and so he started speaking bemba out like during like playtime or whatever and then all the other kids started speaking bemba because they're like oh dude we, we can do that here <laughs> and i guess he basically started like a mini revolution <laughs> in his like nursery class or whatever and then like the principal of the school had to call my parents in and be like yo you have to tell this kid to stop speaking bemba here where respectable english whatever 
you know. <laughs> and then after that, my parents were like, all the other kids, we're not doing that <laughs> because we're not getting called in and getting told off by a principal again. So yeah, me and my other, my elder brother, uh, we were raised speaking English. Now, I can't really speak for my elder brother because I, I wasn't really there. But I don't know if he learned Bemba as a kid. Um, but we're basically like in the same boat because both of us at this point can understand it. Because later on after, you know, there wasn't a, a fear of us causing a Bemba revolution <laughs> in, our, in our like reception classes or whatever. Our parents would speak to us in Bemba, but then they'd kind of just let it slide and let us reply in English. So we both understand Bemba, but we're not like the best at speaking it. And briefly, very, very briefly, I did try to like speak. And by briefly, I mean probably like one afternoon tops. But like uh, a lovely little family, more, more than family actually, it's like a country, it's a nationwide tradition. Um, culture even is to roast your loved ones <laughs> so everyone would make fun of me about my my accent when I speak Bemba I mean they'd make fun of me about my accent speaking English but we won't get into that you know um, so yeah they'd make fun of me and be like hey you, you, you speak Bemba with an accent that's funny it's like well yeah because I grew up speaking English and I'm also a nerd, and now I speak English like this. So, yeah. So immediately after I started getting roasted by my aunts and uncles, I quit trying to speak Bemba ever. <laughs> and then, which led to some interesting um, occurrences. Can I say occurrences? Situations. Wow. Okay, you jumped straight to occurrences before you reached situations. Um, you're gonna have to forgive me. I'm kind of I'm not really in it yet. Did I did I say this already? I don't know, but yeah, I'm not really like in it yet, you know. Um, but yeah, one such interesting situation was the day I, I realized I could write in Bemba. <laughs> um, I remember. Okay, this is like hella embarrassing, but like <laughs> I was writing a song because I wanted to be a singer. And isn't that uh if you <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be like Zambia's next top Ugh, I just gagged <laughs> Gross. But yeah, I, I I had the aspiration to be a singer and I was like, dude, I should write like like a Zambian like also Oreo fusion song so yeah I started like writing lyrics and stuff and I wrote them in Bemba and I go show them to my cousin who was like into music at the time he was like producing songs and stuff and he's like wait you can write in Bemba what 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 and I was like who do you think I am course I can write in Bemba which was really interesting because I had no idea that I could do that <laughs> I don't know I kind of lo logic my way through through it I mean it's not like it's very hard um, 
it's written like with our alphabet and my grandma has a bemba bible so i kind of pieced what i've what i'd seen in there together and i'm like yeah that that looks like what i've seen in the bible <laughs> oh dude like, yep, i have seen these song lyrics <laughs> in the bible <laughs> Uh, just point of point of reference is that this was a song about being in the club. I don't, I don't even, I don't even know, bro. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, that was a that was a weird but interesting, interesting time. Um, it did bring up some scarier, maybe not scary per se, but some nerve wracking situations as well. Um, because the most notable, I think, a lot of people like me, if there's people like me, can relate to is getting the the NRC, the National Registration Card in Zambia. Because I don't, I don't even, I don't even get it, man. Like <laughs> my parents would be like, my parents, my uncles, literally everyone older than me would be like, dude, you're gonna have to like learn the language fast because when you're doing the interview to get your nrc these people don't mess around okay you like dude like you're going to have to like speak the language and know your village i still don't know it by the way <laughs> and your chief and like you're gonna have to answer all these questions and it's like you've never even been to the village bro what are you what are you gonna do man and i'm they're freaking out like ah uh, I, I don't know I'm like, who's my chief? What village? I was still very confused about whose tribe I'm supposed to inherit. Like, is it like a paternal thing or a maternal thing? I know now that it's paternal. I'm not that much of a dumbass. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I'm like, dude, I don't freaking know all this information. It's like, you have to, like, help me cram this, even though this was, like, seven years before I was even eligible to get my NRC. But yeah, and then like my uncles especially and my dad would be like, uh, dude, like you can't even speak the language like Bemba and like when you try to speak Bemba, you sound you've got like accent and all and they're going to think that you're Congolese and deport you. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> and like for some reason, this 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 theory terrified me for some reason not just like the being deported part which would have been frightening enough on its own but the concept of being mistaken for a congolese person for some reason was just like hi no i don't know (laughs) and i'm like looking back now i'm like dude what did you have against congolese people you know like i don't know i think it's the way they they talked about it you know it's like oh they're gonna think you're congolese like it's like it's like it's a disease or something <laughs> it's like okay I'm, I'm walking into that like the interview and stuff it's like okay you know what bro i might not ace this interview okay i might not know the answers and but and you can you can mistake me for whatever you know you can mistake me for a malawian you can mistake me for a tanzanian you can deport me there even though logically that doesn't make any sense 
but you can deport me but I'll be damned if you think I'm a Congolese person <laughs> no offense to Congolese people of course but like when you're stupid seven seven i don't know eight year old brain starts hearing people and you're like oh, they're, they're gonna think you're congolese <laughs> you know and i'm like well at some point i said <laughs> i started making like a game plan and like what i was going to do when they thought i was congolese and tried to kick me out of the country and i was like i don't i don't even know what i planned to do because i don't know I don't think I have any family in Congo and also I was like eight so you know I don't are you even allowed to deport a minor like what how like can you deport a minor as of July Congress be blah 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 this immigration customs to ask people slated for deportation if they are parents of I, I don't know what that says. Okay. Immigrant children can be detained, prosecuted, and deported once they turn 18. See? So, like... I mean, that's in the US, but still, what are they going to do with me? Like, they're going to, like, just send an 8-year-old to Congo by herself? <laughs> and, like, a huge plot hole there. It's like, so... Did I think like, oh, but like, my biological parents will be allowed to stay in the country, but I'll have to be deported. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> so yeah, that was a, caused quite a bit of stress for me. Um, the actual like interview, by the way, turned out to be ve- severely underwhelming. Um, 90% of it was just waiting in a line. And then you get into a tiny room and the person asking like, okay, what's your village and what's your chief? And then they like write it down on a freaking like typewriter or something. I can't remember. And then they print you this crappy looking card and they are done. <laughs> and yeah, so I have to say was was very disappointed. I was expecting like a, like an interrogation style room where... You know, they'll be like a good cop, bad cop, and say, like, where are you from, bro? Where are you from? Are you from Congo? So help me God if you're from Congo. <laughs> uh, joke, a joke, a joke. Um, but I digress. Uh, so that was my entry point into language, I guess. I think for a while, because I felt like a, you know, like an edgy outsider type. I was like, yeah, no, dude, like, Bamba's not for me, man. I'm like, I'm like an Oreo, dude. Like, you know. <laughs> and so I started getting interested in other languages. The no, the first one that I got into, uh, arguably, it was kind of before all this, like the whole Congolese deportation thing. <laughs> I might just name the episode that Congolese deportation. Uh, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, um, before all of that, but still when I was kind of getting made fun of for not speaking Bemba, I did French when I was a kid. And I was actually pretty good at it, I think. <laughs> I was like five at the time, so I really can't remember anything. But I remember uh, at my primary school, um, 
French was a class, like you had to take French. For some reason, I don't, I don't really know. Um, but yeah, so I took French in first and second grade, grade one and two. You are Zambian, you speak as such. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess I was, I was okay at it, you know. Je m'appelle, comment ça va, ça va bien, merci beaucoup. Whatever, and then two, three, six, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, whatever, you know. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> and I remember like there was a time. I remember this like I don't remember a lot of grade one, two, but I remember this vividly. Is that I think that was grade two, one or two. Okay, maybe I don't remember it too vividly, <laughs> but I remember um, at some point, like the top French, the top performers in French class were asked to go to this place, Alliance Francaise, to do a play in French for French people, and I was like, dude, sick, you know, like I'm gonna go over there and speak French to people. And this, before it takes me on a tangent, I should talk about this later. Um, my experiences as a theatre kid, uh, if you can call it such, but we'll get into that later. Um, yeah, so we, we were like, we had to do this play in French, tiny short play, maybe like fifteen, twenty minutes, and I. Because my brain is so stupid, I remember literally nothing about the play other than the fact that it was in French. So you know, we, me and my me and my crew, you know, we um we learn our lines, we do rehearsals. We had to do like rehearsals after class, and you know, like for like big shots, like everyone's going home, and we're like, yeah, nah, man, I'm staying for French practice, you know, you know, going all in français, you know. <laughs> And real quick, let me just say, I had no idea how to say that. Like, I was a top performer in French, and I think mostly as a joke, but like, mo- like a large percentage of the time, I was pronouncing it Alliance Francaise. <laughs> yeah, obviously as a joke, but like that was to mask the fact that I didn't actually know how to say it. Oh, and there's another thing: two years learning French, and I didn't know how to say French in French. Francais, Francais, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we learned the lines, and then big day is coming, right? I think like maybe two days away, and I'm like, got a few butterflies, but I'm like, I got this. I know my lines. I'm on it. I can do this. It's fine. And then, like two days before the play, my French teacher, who I don't remember her name, but like I know I really liked her. Uh, comes and she's like, "Hey, we're making a change to the script. Uh, here's a new line for you." And I'm like, "Huh, bro? 48 hours before we have to perform?" And I don't know if it was nerves. I don't know if it was just like a particularly hard sentence, but I could not memorize this line. <laughs> and as many times I'd like go through all my other lines like perfectly and I'd always have to come back and look at the script to see that other line and I'm like nah, it'll probably be fine you know I'll probably it'll probably like osmosis into my brain 
as I like continue reading it and stuff. So, hmm, someone just came home. Uh, I feel awkward. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um. So D Day comes right, and I still don't know the line, and I'm starting to panic, you know. And then you know we get we all. You know, we all just load into this bus and we drive into town and we're like, dude, road trip? We get to be in a bus? So, I apologize if there's, like, background. Yeah, I mean, you probably won't hear it. I'll put, like, music over this. But, like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, we... Sorry to take you out of it. Uh, so, yeah, we pile onto this bus and we're driving into town and we're like, ah, oh, dude, look at all this stuff that we drive by anyway because we drive to school every day and you know um but yeah you know like it was special because like it wasn't our parents cars it was a bus like not like a mini bus i mean like a bus bus like the big ones like the ones that go well maybe smaller than the ones that go like city to city but like a bus you know like a school bus yeah and you know we drive there and then i see the sign and i can almost feel how i felt then of like seeing that sign that's like alliance Francais. and i'm like ah dude i still don't know this freaking line and then we get in and keep in mind i was like at like five or six at this age so a good 15 14 15 years ago but like i still remember i can like picture myself being that height like small enough to like okay so like we get into this place and it's like a hall and you know the adults get to sit on the t- on the chairs and then we sit on the floor because screw kids man <laughs> um but yeah and i remember sitting like under a snack table and there might have even been some eggs on it i don't really remember i i i, I get the memory like there's a really strong memory of like boiled eggs was that necessary to the story? No. Am I going to leave it in? Of course I am. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and then we're sitting there and me and my friends were like really excited about it. And we're like, yo, dude, we're here, man. We're gonna speak some French and impress these French people. And it, it's gonna be sick. So then we get onto the stage. And... You know, we we start and it's good and it's great. And then I start feeling like a little, a little flutter because I know I'm coming up to that line and I don't know that freaking line, man. And then, and then, and then, and then it's here. And the t- I know that it's my cue to say the line. And I don't know the line. <laughs> and I remember, like, I was, I was like tiny. Of course, I was five. But I felt so small and I felt like everyone was just like staring at me and of course people were kind of like okay now what because there was like a like a 10 second silence right and I look off the stage at my teacher and I'm like mm, are you sure about this bro can we just like skip the line <laughs> and she she like nods encouraging and is like yeah you can do it you can do it just say the line say the line and I'm like mm, bro are you sure and she's like yeah do the line do the line and I'm like mm, Okay. And I turn back and I butcher this line. <laughs> oh dude, like I feel like what I said 
wasn't even reminiscent of the French language. <laughs> Not like those like stupid memes where someone's like pretending to be French and they just like throw a bunch of vowels in there and maybe an X for good measure. I feel like that's what I did. But then like with maybe like one actual French word. And I'm like, yeah, I know I butchered the hell out of that line. And the audience laughs. <laughs> and like looking back now as a mature and you know in tune or whatever adult that I am now. I it was probably just like a chuckle I'm like <laughs> cute kid messed up <laughs> nice and like <laughs> okay now <laughs> it sounds like bullying <laughs> but like you know like when when like a like a kid makes a mistake and you're like <laughs> it's, it's cute and then you move on but like to me it felt like the entire universe was just like guffawing how do you say that word man guffawing <laughs> Ah uh, man, this is just going like this is just me googling things. The episode is me googling things. Guffaw. 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 Alright. Um. So I felt like they were just like laughing at me for ages, man, for ever. <laughs> And it was probably just like half a second, like maybe like a full second tops. And but like I, ugh, dude, that crushed my tiny little child heart. And that was the beginning of my depression. I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we soldiered through, and we finished the play. I think maybe some French guy was like, "Hey, y'all did well up there." I can't remember. Honestly, I was just like fixated on this mistake. And I think it says a lot that you know. Out of everything that I chose to remember from that day, it wasn't like the success of being like a six-year-old like French prodigy or whatever. I wasn't, <laughs> but it was the fact that I made like one mistake and people laughed. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, after second grade, second grade two, yep, after second grade two, the second time I did grade two, you know, I repeated because I was in. Idiot! I'm joking. <laughs> um, after grade two, I switched schools, and at the new school, French wasn't offered as a class; it was like a club. And I wasn't really feeling it, I guess, so I kind of quit French. It got hard. It, I don't know how, but it got harder, probably because you know, this was third grade French, you know, and that stupid second grade nonsense. This was grade three French, the real stuff. <laughs> But yeah, I quit after that, and for a while, I kind of gave up on learning different languages and stuff. Uh, I think the next time I started learning or getting interested in a language was like grade five, six. I wanted to learn Italian, I think, or Spanish, for no other reason than, yeah, yes. <laughs> And then after Spanish, so very short-lived, I tried to learn Italian, which was even shorter-lived than that. I think I don't know if I'm getting my timelines correct, but this was around the time my brother got uh, Assassin's Creed Two, and you know, it's it was Italian, so I'm like, oh, dude, 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 sick. So I'm like, yeah, um, tried to start speaking Italian. 
I don't even think I got as far as like a lesson. Like I don't think I even like learned. I learned like being being the nude. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Bonjourno. Yes, I did learn something in your face. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I didn't really get far. I think the most I did was like look up some apps and then quit. Uh, after that, yeah, this was definitely not in grade five. This was like in grade eight. After that, I got into Latin briefly. <laughs> um, my order is just like all over the place, but yeah, I did want to learn Latin briefly, but then there were very few um, like apps on the apps on the Play Store that like offered Latin, and then like I think I found one and I just lost interest. And I was like, yeah, well, sucks to suck, I guess. <laughs> So I quit that, and then, and then, and then, and then, came the glorious age of anime. <laughs> this was the time I started actually getting into anime because my brothers had been into anime for a minute. Okay, yeah, and I hated it because that's apparently what I do. I just hate everything when it's first introduced to me, and then I take like five months, and then I come around to it. I don't know. I'm annoying. Um, but, yeah, so, like, we all kind of got into Japanese, and I didn't really pay attention if they were, yeah, yeah, the others did, they started learning Japanese, too. My dad had also gone to Japan sometime before, so he had come back with, like, a Japanese to English dictionary, and so I'd read it and pretend I was actually doing something. Wasn't. (laughs) Really wasn't. Um, but yeah, you know, and then, so yeah, I was like learning the stuff, you know, and like we did that cringy thing where, uh, someone would say something and, and, and you, and then we'd respond in Japanese, even if the person who asked doesn't know Japanese, just because there's someone who does kind of know like the same word is present and it's like, yeah, dude. Daijoubu, you know? <laughs> Ugh, ew. <laughs> but yeah, you know? Um, go around pretending on new stuff. This was also the birth, very cringy, but this was also the birth of my first nickname, Nira, which is a very long, convoluted story. Basically, Nira means like a green onion. And. <laughs> Uh, I will explain that and all my other various nicknames at a later stage. But yeah, um, so yeah, we were like, you know, going around Konichiwa, Genki Deska, <laughs> and all that. I think I'm the only one who actually knew that phrase, Genki Deska, because, okay, I'm, <laughs> yep, the entire, like, country of Japan didn't actually know that phrase. I was the only one. <laughs> Uh, I joke, I joke, I joke. But yeah, so I started learning kanji and stuff, and it was going really well, I guess. And then, like, I was doing this on Memorize, which was like the poor man's Duolingo, <laughs> which doesn't make sense because, you know, Duolingo is free. But, you know, I'm different, I'm quirky like that. 
so yeah we're using memorize and we actually got i actually got far enough and i graduated from like kanji into hiragana oh boy <laughs> like the minute i i like started that lesson and saw like one character representing a whole word instead of like a couple of letters or one letter i was like mm. yeah your girl's out of here man i ain't doing that and i just kind of like whew, peace <laughs> so i left very very fast you know and after i mean like i still kind of i i watch anime still so i still kind of like osmosis that stuff <laughs> but like i'm not really like actively trying to learn japanese but you know i can throw in a quick uh sure <laughs> i was trying to like come up with like a word in japanese off the fly but like nope nope wow nothing <laughs> oh that's embarrassing okay well take my word for it okay i know some things in japanese what did i say like that yeah i know something basically um Anyway, after that, I think if I hadn't been in Spanish, in Spanish, inside Spanish, if I hadn't been inside Spanish, um, <laughs> if I hadn't, like, tried my hand at Spanish before, I started then, like, after the Japanese, because I started watching Community. And uh, without going into too much detail, if you don't know about Community, it's just, like, sitcom about, like, these guys in Community College and the first season was centered on like them in the spanish class and it was so funny <laughs> so i'm like oh, dude this is like um this is like, really cool man and i'm like i wanna i wanna follow along if they're going to do like five six seasons of them speaking spanish i'm going to be fluent by the end of it spoiler alert they didn't do that they stopped the spanish stuff after season one and it was all down here <laughs> I joke, but like there was this really cool song that they did. Um, let me just open up the tube. Community season one, uh, Spanish song, Spanish, yeah, Spanish song. I suppose it won't make that much sense, um, if you don't read the the subtitles. But I'm gonna play it anyway. I don't, I don't know. probably didn't make sense to anyone who doesn't know spanish uh it doesn't make sense to anyone who does know spanish either because the the actual words just nonsense but it sounds cool so i'm gonna leave it in <laughs> um so yeah 
I was learning Spanish for like a short while, like maybe a month tops. And then I finished season one and I realized they weren't going to continue the whole Spanish thing. So I quit. <laughs> and for a while, again, I was purely English, you know, just English straight on. Uh, but then I got into K-pop <laughs> in my first year of university. You know, I think any K-pop fan can attest to this when every, they always say that it, it was never meant to be this deep. Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh, yeah, you know, it's cool song, it's cool dudes. I just want to learn their names. And then, like, you fall into just a pit <laughs> of, like, K-pop hell. <laughs> okay, it's not that bad. Like, I don't know people kind of like clown it and stuff it's like yeah I just wanted to learn their names and now I'm like oh dude John Cukes forehead <laughs> uh, I don't say his name like that by the way just making a joke um uh yeah but like I don't know I, I enjoyed it like I enjoyed the songs I enjoyed the whole process of like oh I want to know this guy's name to like falling just like sliding into it and then you know you after K-pop, you get into K-dramas. K-dramas, you get into like the K-beauty stuff, and it kind of just like piles on. But yeah, around the time I got into K-dramas, I was like, dude, this language sounds sick. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like I should learn the language. So I started learning the language. You know, just drop a quick annyeonghaseyo for you there. You know, um, freak. <laughs> I don't know why, but like every word I know in in Korean or in any language really is just like escaping me the minute I want to say something. Uh, but yeah, like so. <laughs> funny thing is that I started technically I started learning um, Korean like at, towards the end of my first year, which is just about two years ago now. I still know nothing. <laughs> You, you know the you know like the basics from from K-pop like there's the, the classic set like Pokemon <laughs> it's like you've got the you've got the, the classic set of Korean phrases that you hear every K-pop person say so obviously hello and you uh, I love you which is Sarangyeo which is like a really big jump <laughs> when you think about it it's like oh hey hi nice to meet you by the way i'm in love with you oh <laughs> man um, i should try saying that to someone in real life no no i'm not gonna do that I'm not going to do that <laughs> but yeah um i know like a bunch of just random things from um like again osmosis um you know like i watch a lot of like k vloggers now i guess still watching like k-pop like stuff interviews and all that stuff and like you you kind of pick up on it but then like someone asks you to speak the language and you're like uh no (laughs) but yeah so that's (sighs) i want to end it on like a like a more powerful like a punchy type thing you know um Okay, so I can talk about this real quick. Uh, 
and I think this whole weird uh, language thing it may have been like a, an attempt to be quirky you know it's like I'm not like other girls or whatever I can speak full Russian <laughs> because you know girls don't speak Russian that's like them that's that's the one thing you should take away from this is that girls don't speak Russian if you think that there's Russian girls they don't exist okay the, that's just Russian propaganda okay Putin is lying to you. Uh, um, but yeah it was like okay I mean I'm not gonna lie a percentage of it probably was me trying to be quirky even though that makes no sense like oh I can speak Japanese. It's like, oh, cool. To who? Like, where are you going to take a language that only you understand, you know? <laughs> but yeah, but then like another part of it was like to to just learn something I found interesting because like, like for Korean, I found it like, it's like a dumb thing to say, but like it was like a really musical language to me. Not because, you know, I heard it in music. But like just like the intonation, I guess. Um, yeah, like it's got like a very sing-songy kind of pronunciation to it, and I really enjoyed that. So I'm like, yeah, I enjoyed learning it, even though I have no motivation to actually like actively learn it. But um, you know, it's like that usual thing. Like once you think your life, like you're trying to get your life back together, you open your language app and you'll start like bullet journaling and meal prepping <laughs> uh, that that never lasts so at this point I've just kind of like accepted that the app stays closed but I still kind of just like osmosis diffuse let's just go with diffusion yeah I'll just like diffuse some of the knowledge into my brain from what I watch but yeah like um they say that you know learning languages has like benefits for your brain and stuff it helps you like solve problems and uh, like fight against Alzheimer's I don't know all that good 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 stuff you know and I don't know about that because like now it just feels like I'm a dumbass in like two different languages <laughs> oh dude oh, god but like it's cool, you know? It's it's a fun time. It's a fun time. I don't really have, like, a point to make here. Like, I feel like I should be making a point. Like, and the, the moral of the story, kids, is that languages are good. But I don't really have that. I mean, languages are good. And there's all these scientific whatever saying you should learn multiple languages. Also, the fact that my country is kind of being run by a different country again (laughs) it's probably beneficial to learn a different language if you're in a similar situation um but i don't know i'm not really that wasn't really the point of me like talking about this i just wanted to share like some interesting uh you know memories and stories about me and languages uh what are we at (laughs) What? 47 minutes. <laughs> Once I get going, I really get going, huh? Um, 
well i'm gonna call it for tonight thank you very much for listening if you enjoyed the podcast oh okay so update on that um so my first episode for now episode zero isn't on other streaming platforms yet but uh hopefully i'll be able to fix that by tonight or whenever i upload this and um yeah re-upload it get it on apple podcasts or pocket casts or whatever you're using to listen to your podcast and these are two um i believe and yeah so if you're listening to this wherever you are on deezer or apple music or some like back back end thing no one's ever even heard of because you're that quirky too just like me uh thank you so much for listening uh don't forget to like or subscribe or follow or whatever it is you do on this platform uh if it's not clear if it hasn't been clear i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) but yeah um please uh i don't know rate that's what they always say right like hey rate the podcast let me know what you think i will probably start to market this or whatever on some social media so if you found me through that uh, leave a comment uh let me know what you'd like to hear me talk about next uh, and um yeah good night